Hello, Joanna. Hello, Nate. Hello to all of you. We are Stranger Than, a podcast delving into the unsolved, the mysterious, the misunderstood, the creepy, the macabre. And today we're going to talk about what's known as the Clinton body count. Yes, which is an alleged, well, it's an actual list of alleged hits that the Clintons have had done. Deaths related to Bill and Hillary that might or might not be related to the person's association with them. There's a lot of plane crashes. There's a lot of suicides. I thought this would be, well, I mean, not a fun one to do, but an appropriate one to do since we are still in the wonderful month of January. Yes. A month where more people die than any other month. More people kill themselves in January than any other month pretty depressing so figured we'd lighten the mood with some you know like more hey death. Like, with some more death and like you know do you think it was suicide or was it not suicide? was it suicide or was it quote unquote suicide mm-hmm. right or quote unquote natural causes right or whatever or just unknown <laughs> yes or just or just unknown Oh, my gosh. And uh, just disclaimer here, you know, we are not accusing anyone of anything. No, we are not accusing anyone of anything. And politically, I don't think either of us are for anybody. No. At all. Everybody is pretty fucking corrupt, in my opinion. Yeah. And so. This isn't to, like, push or be against the, uh, you know, Democratic Party in general. No. Because all of the parties are bad. All of the parties are And all are of the people are bad. Awful. Yes. Yes. And the only way to make it not bad is to start fresh with new people. Mm-hmm. So there we go. And that's probably not going to happen, so... It's not. So it's, instead... It's not, and people are just going to be stupid to each other about it, no matter what, but yeah. And then we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, we'll just get taken out by that fucking Chinese, uh... That Chinese... Uh, Flu. Respiratory Respi- virus. Yeah. That I posted about like weeks ago, and then where does it land? Its first U.S. case right up the road from us, practically in the neighborhood, Great. neighboring county. It's like awesome, but it was just I had that one little glimmer of satisfaction. Like, see, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. I told and you guys. I told you guys this was going to be a fucking thing. Everyone's still like, oh, World War Three. You know, it's, you know, this World War Three doesn't matter. Who is president doesn't matter. When some obscure virus uh, that originates probably in China makes its way over here and starts killing everyone. What is it going to matter, really? Not, I mean... Not a whole lot. No. No. Governments don't matter to a bunch of dead people. It doesn't. And you know what? No matter who's president, they're going to fucking abandon us and go underground to save themselves. Oh, yeah. You know, that's totally going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Your government doesn't care about you. No, they do not give a shit. They care about themselves (laughs) and their power and, and all of that. So, so right. on with the on with the a list of alleged alleged, and we don't know anything that anybody who getting on Google can't find out either. So we're we're not special. We don't have any inside information. No inside information. So there's no need for us to be suicided like at all. I'm not suicidal. 
I am not either. Do you even have a gun in this house, in your house? I don't own a gun. I, ha- I own okay. a slingshot. So if you are found shot through the head by suicide, I, that would be highly suspicious. Highly suspicious. And if I get shot in the back of the head with my slingshot, <laughs> that that's very, very suspicious because I'm not that flexible. Right. And, you know, the only the only guns in my house would be like hunting you know, like big stuff, nothing where I'm going to like shoot myself in the head with. So they should be looking for toe prints if there's no toe prints. Yeah, and I, there's just no way, there's no way I would leave my children and kill myself and there's no fucking way I'd do it with something I'd have to like pull the trigger with my toe. I, you know what a clumsy fuck I am. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter because this is all alleged anyway. Knocking, nothing, nothing. So, yeah. I'm not going to be able to pull anything like that fancy off. There you go. So, just to put our little disclaimers out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> really making sure this time. Uh, Not little... like the last time we were killed. Right. God. <laughs> Just a little little background inf here. Um, a lot of this occurs during Bill Clinton's presidency. Hillary's more in the news now, I would yes. say, than her husband. But a lot of these deaths happen during... His time in the spotlight. He was president from 1993 to 2001, so did did two terms. He was governor of Arkansas from 1979 to 1981, and then from 1983 to 1992. He was also the attorney general of Arkansas from 1977 to 1979. So long, uh, long political career. Yes, before that, he worked as a law professor mm-hmm. at uh, University of Arkansas. Yeah, and Hillary was also uh, an attorney. She was a lawyer. Yes, I believe they both went to Yale Law. Very prestigious. Very. Mm-hmm. So why don't you start us off with, uh, I guess, number one, and we'll just carry on. Number one. Number one on this list and this is a list. It's hard to find the exact source of the list because it's just been uh, republished so many times out there on the Internet. But the one I'm working off of is a, ba- is a very basic list. And it's one that a lot of uh, I listen to a couple of podcasts and it's basically everyone just kind of going through this list and reading the little blurb after each person and a lot of like, oh, my God. So I, I wanted to. I wanted to pull this list apart just a little bit. Obviously not and do every little... single one since yes. it's a fairly extensive list. Yes. I just felt like this list should not be taken at face value. And you can find the list yourself and do your own fact checking and whatever you want to do. But number one on the list I was working off of was James McDougal. He died March 8th, 1998. He was convicted in the Whitewater scandal. All right. Okay. So the Whitewater thing was like a thing that was going on when Clinton was running for president. I found an article because I'm like, I hadn't really heard about Whitewater since I was like 12. and Right. And you don't really. And I, st- I still don't get it for the most part. I, I actually like I Googled stuff. like Whitewater scandals simplified because I'm just like, 
can I find somebody that just like dumbs it down for me? Because it gets pretty. It's fairly it's, complicated. Yeah, it's pretty complicated. That's for sure. So, in a nutshell, I'm quoting off of Vox.com here. Uh, 1978, Bill and Hillary formed the Whitewater Development Corporation with James and Susan McDougall, intending to buy up 230 acres of riverfront land and sell it as lots for vacation homes. Jim McDougall was a real estate entrepreneur and an old friend of Bill's, and he cut the Clintons into a deal where they wouldn't pay any upfront investment but could still stand a profit from the home sales. The land was purchased for $203,000 and paid for by a $180,000 loan on which the Clintons and McDougalls were jointly liable, plus a second loan McDougall took out for the down payment. The Whitewater project was a failure. The location was bad. The land wasn't even accessible after frequent heavy storms that caused the river to flood. Oh, good. <laughs> and amidst the stagflation of the late 70s and early 80s, interest rates were surging, rendering vacation homes unaffordable for many families. So it was just a big failure all around. Investing in a bad land deal isn't a crime. But what Jim McDougal did after the initial deal was he bought a small savings and loan association renamed it Madison Guarantee, and defrauded both it and the small business investment firm Capital Management Services to the tune of $3 million. Now, I'm not sure how that ties in with Whitewater, but I'm guessing maybe he uh, used funds from the defrauding of it to like repay his loans on it. Possibly. Or Possibly. he took Whitewater money and used that to, I don't, I don't, I don't know either. The article itself says how this relates to the Whitewater investment, if at all, is disputed to this day, and the details are hazy and complicated. <laughs> right. But so it's just like a complicated bunch of bullshit. It was a bunch of bullshit that ended up costing the federal government around $73 million somehow. <laughs> Great. And, um, yeah, and of course the Clintons were just implicated in the whole thing because they were like partners with the guy. Right, right, yeah. So in 1998 James McDougal was serving prison time because of this scandal. Jesus, actual prison time. Actual prison time. Now, he allegedly had cut a deal saying that he was willing to talk about the Clintons involvement in the illegal stuff that he did following the failure of their uh, investment, I guess. Nah. So he was basically willing to tell everybody what happened. Yeah. Ken Starr was investigating. Remember Ken Starr? He did like the Clinton impeachment too. Oh, not really. That's a long time Yeah, he ago. was like a lawyer for the Clinton impeachment. The whole like Monica Lewinsky shiz. Yeah, yeah. Apparently James died of a heart attack while in solitary confinement now there's some reports that he actually had cancer and that also physicians administered a medication to him that was like contraindicated for stuff he was taking for his heart condition huh so it was a heart attack but kind of quotations heart attack right kind of deal now what's interesting is his wife susan mcdougall was also convicted also went to federal prison over the Whitewater scandal, she refused to testify 
like was not going to talk about anything involving the Clintons at all. And wouldn't you know, she was granted a presidential pardon by Clinton after huh. he became huh. president and came Very into office. Interesting. So, yes. So the one who was going to cut a deal and talk. Heart attack. Heart attack. The one who refused to talk and implicate them at all. Pardoned. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Number two on the list is Mary Mahoney. Mary Mahoney. And she died July 9th, 1997. Now, this is right after the Paula Jones lawsuit. So a little background on that. Paula Jones, May 6th, 1994, files a lawsuit against Clinton. So this is like when he is president for allegedly exposing himself in her hotel room in 1991, before he was president, while he was still governor of Arkansas. Now, this comes off of uh, Politico.com. The Jones suit, which went all the way to the Supreme Court, it was ultimately dismissed by a judge on the grounds that Jones could not show damages. So there's, you know, his word against hers. Right. Kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. However, it... She appealed it, and while it was under appeal, Bill Clinton paid $850,000 to settle the suit without admitting liability. So he never admitted any wrongdoing, but he gave her close to a million to make it go away after three years, like, you know, done. Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? The lawsuit spun into a much larger story and is ultimately why a lot of the other alleged Clinton sexual misdeeds came to light because other women were deposed and a lot of other women came forward to also say that they had been sexually harassed. And that's something I'm not really thinking a lot of them are lying about because, yeah, because, you know, uh, you know, he did sleep with Monica Lewinsky. I mean, he yes. he lied about it, yes, which is what he was impeached for. But uh, that ball came to light that, yeah, he did, you know, fuck the 21 year old intern in the Oval Office. and. Uh, He's got a... He's a bit of a womanizer. Yeah, he's got a... a, a in fact, uh, he's like a total womanizer. Or he was. I don't know what he does in his free time these days, but... Back in the day I. when he was governor and president, he was he was enjoying a lot of the perks that came with the job. Yes. And feeling entitled to, uh, you know, grope and do whatever the hell he wanted with whomever the hell he wanted. Growing up in the time where he saw his, the people he looked up to doing that sort of thing mm-hmm. and thinking that it was a thing that was he was going to do, but the times, well, they'd changed. Right. And it just, you couldn't- And suddenly it was like, no, you can't- Just treat women like do objects. That. Yeah, that's not cool. Back to Mary Mahoney. So she, allegedly she was going to come forward too because she was also a White House intern. Yeah, she was an intern during his campaign. And then she worked there sometimes doing White House tours. Okay. And then, of course, she also worked at, because you didn't get paid for that. No, I mean, that's So she that's worked at Starbucks. Whole, yeah, that's the whole reason you're like an intern. That's the definition of an intern is that you are just getting some job experience without getting paid for it. Exactly. And she was shot in the Starbucks, but there's a little more to it than what the, the conspiracy websites would have you believe there were three of them Mm -hmm. 
they were all shot, and she was shot more times than the rest. This happened on July 6, 1997. They were found the following morning. Mm-hmm. And there was an investigation that went on for several months before they ultimately found the guy who did it, and his intent was to rob the Starbucks. In his words, he said that she attempted to flee. He ca- I caught her out in the hallway. She started to go for the gun, the gun he was holding up against her, which I'm not 100% sure she would have done. I, I think she was probably just trying to flee. Probably, yeah. Um, And the gun went off, and he shot her. And then, of course, he proceeded to shoot the other uh, two employees, Emery Allen Evans and Aaron David Goodrich. Now, the guy who was convicted... Carl D. Cooper. Carl D. Cooper... He also was a suspect and convicted in several other robbery oh, cases. Oh, yeah, he'd done, he'd been around the block. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't a nice guy. And he was eventually... Or I guess he's still alive, I think. Yeah, he was uh, sentenced to life in prison in April of 2000 for the three murders in addition to, I think there was a total of like 46 counts of uh, robbery and murder and what have you. Damn near 50. So that that would be the full story of what happened to her. And I don't, I wouldn't say that it had anything to do with her association with the Clintons. Well, he did get, I mean, he did confess and then recanted his confession. He was interrogated for 54 hours. The reason I think a lot of them believe that this is linked to the Clintons was because there was this rumor that someone named M was going to come forward with some information that Mm -hmm. was going to stick to Bill Clinton about the whole deal. Now we know that M is probably Monica Lewinsky because she came forward and that was the shit that stuck, really. Yeah, that did end up sticking quite a bit. Stuck to her dress. Oh, the only <laughs> I can't remember what reporter wrote this, but he said the only the only woman who would have actually kept the dress. <laughs> oh, that's that's so funny. Oh God! You remember Linda Tripp? Remember remember Linda Tripp? She's the one who had all the recorded conversations with Monica to like get her to admit to what had happened and man and like because she like i'm pretty sure she hated the shit out of bill clinton and just totally wanted this whole thing to get blown open oh blown open yes (laughs) (laughs) but man that was that was some that was some crazy times yeah crazy times and perhaps there was you know not the best police procedure on the questioning of cooper and but i mean the guy was shady as fuck he confesses he recants he confessed again when he got sentenced to life i don't know i'm just i'm not really feeling a whole lot of conspiracy going on with this one there was other weird things about the robbery like nothing was out of place inside the starbucks and it was locked from the outside so when the employees came in the next morning it was as if it had just been closed and locked Mm -hmm. as normal yeah, and he never actually got into the safe. One version, I think, of his confession was that she refused to open the safe for him, which, again, I'm like, I don't 
I mean, why would you care about that much about Starbucks? And even you if you're the manager, yeah. <laughs> even if you're the manager, I'd be like, sure. Here you go. So I can see where, yeah, parts of the story didn't add up. But the thing I'm getting at is, is when this is just kind of out there on the web, all it lists is her murder and says that she was about to come forward with information. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it really missed it. Until you look into it further, you would think like, oh, like who the fuck gets shot at Starbucks? That is weird, you know, because, yeah, like Starbucks is just a place where murder happens all the time. Not. Trying to get a little 90s on you there. There you go. Ooh. <laughs> I also could have been like, psych. Yeah. So right you, off the bat, I'm you're like, you oh, well, that's that. weird. Like who gets shot to death at Starbucks? No one. Oh, well, no one except like maybe the general manager and two employees on a botched robbery that somebody confessed to along with several other robberies. Yeah. That's kind of how that. Went. It didn't matter anyway. I mean, there was enough out there I that mean, someone yeah, I, it was, I mean, something it was like you know happen. like oh what inevitable. bill bill clinton propositioned you shocker yeah right <laughs> that's you were like a young 25 year old intern and attractive and he you know that's what he does yeah did so so mm-hmm. not not a big shock you want to talk about vince foster next now, Vince Foster, this is this is kind of a weird one, I'm going to say. He was a White House lawyer mm-hmm. who was found dead in a park in Virginia in 1993. July 20th, 1993. The investigation into his suicide was extensive. It involved lawyers, doctors, FBI agents, and over 100 witnesses. 125, I 100, think. Yep, 125. He had been friends with Bill Clinton since childhood. He worked at Hillary's law firm back in Arkansas. They were old school. He went with Clinton to the White House and was involved in an investigation into Clinton's finances. According to a Washington Post article, Foster just couldn't handle the strain of Washington, D.C. The article paints the picture of a man spiraling down and down suffering from depression and stress until he ultimately took his own life with a revolver. Mm -hmm. I read that same article. That same exact article. His friends and family saw that he was stressed, but only in hindsight saw what was going on. He had admitted to his doctor he was depressed or had tried to get antidepressants from him, but he didn't want to like go on the record talking about depression or saying he was depressed because he was afraid he was going to lose his um, security clearance. Right. Well, that's a big problem. Actually, within, I don't know about government, but I know within the military, like, it's, I don't think everything is protected the way that healthcare information is protected for you and me. Oh, probably not. And if you admit to having mental health problems, like, yeah, you can't serve in the military and have mental health problems. Not ones that you come with, That's, only ones that they give you. Well, even ones they give you, you can't have those. I mean, if you're a police officer and you shoot somebody in the line of duty, you got to go through all this counseling, whatever. But if you're in the military and you've been put in like a combat situation and you come back and you uh, admit to any kind of problems whatsoever, you're out. They're just like, so obviously, you if you want to keep your career in the military, you have to. Like, nope, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, no, I'm totally cool. No problems at all. I'm not having any problems. And that is 
in itself a huge problem because obviously being put under those uh, situations is extremely traumatic and stressful and they should be treated accordingly but somehow like no if you're having any kind of problems at all you're just out of here and that's yeah that then that's that that's that and so i guess vince foster kind of had the same fears about admitting to his own depression and mental health problems so he had a good reason to try and like keep it all inside i guess oh yeah and then also depression wasn't even thought of as as it is now back then yeah i mean this is 1993 that was that's a bit ago then Republican Congressman Dan Burton from Indiana, in an attempt to prove that Foster couldn't have killed himself, shot a watermelon in his backyard. Hmm. I'm not sure exactly how he was attempting to prove anything with this display, but I didn't find the video, so I don't know exactly how it looked. Well, I mean, this was like something he did with like a camcorder. Was this in 1993 that he did this? Or? Yeah, he's a congressman. Uh, I mean, he's got. Okay. I mean, he's not too difficult. I mean, for they him didn't to get have YouTube stuff like back that. then, so. Well, no, and it was curious. not on YouTube that I could find. I did look. I did look. There was. I was, just was curious, like, what? How did he do this? Yeah, like, just camcorder. Yeah. Well, there's some conflicting weirdness now. One of one of the sites says that he was. It was ruled suicide, but he was shot in the back of the head. But that Washington Post article says he shot himself through the mouth. So yeah. the exit wound would have been through the back of his head. That exactly. makes sense. Exactly. Uh, and again, I think it's kind of one of these misleading things like, oh, back, suicide, gunshot to the back of the head. Like the exit wound was the back of the head. He didn't shoot. He didn't actually put the gun to the back of his head and then shoot. Exactly. No, yeah. Now, no. there's also this issue about where he was found. He was found uh, in this park. Resting on a slope beside the Civil War cannon. But it's claimed that the shell casing from the bullet that he used to kill himself was found like 150 yards away. Right. Yeah. And there's something about like no mud on his shoes because like the the place where the casing was found and the place where he was found went through some mud and there wasn't any mud on his shoes. So how did he get from get point A to from point, point B? A to point B? I, I mean, I can't fully speculate on that. I know shell casings can sometimes eject. They eject pretty violently. Yeah. And they can they can travel a ways. But I mean, 150 yards, that's pretty extreme. But it's it's hard to say. I mean, it's hard to weigh through like what is correct and what isn't and what's. Well, I mean, he would have had to have known it was coming. Because before his death, he put all of his his loose he tied up all his loose ends. Yeah, he finished up the stuff from like having to do with his father's estate. He paid bills. He did all this stuff to kind of make it the transition to him not being around easy. Right. So unless you he either didn't even bring his briefcase, he went to lunch and said he was going to be back. But I mean, what do you what do you say when you're going to go kill yourself? Like, okay, well, I'm not actually coming back. I'm going to go off myself in the park. You if not if you want to yeah like completely your task yeah so I mean everybody acts normal when they're saying having their last interaction with people because if they don't then somebody's gonna do something probably the thing that was interesting is that he had hired a couple of lawyers to represent him in an, in the Whitewater scandal he was tied to Whitewater too yeah so the day before he killed himself he had hired some lawyers now. Maybe he had hired them and then was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm not even going to deal. Maybe, maybe 
it doesn't necessarily mean that he didn't kill himself. The bullet was also never was never found. So it went out through the back of his head and was and just disappeared. Yeah, I mean, well, it was never found. It was never found. Just because it was never found doesn't necessarily mean it disappeared. Well, it's had yet to appear. And the administration was pretty slow in releasing information about the whole thing, which was something that cast blame on them in the eye of the public. Mm-hmm. Well, they were going through a big thing, though. I mean... Oh, yeah. There was no leader of the FBI, because, like, Bill Clinton had just, like, fired, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the person who was... uh is that the attorney general? Is like the the boss of the FBI? I'm not sure. Because wasn't that what the Janet Reno was? I mean, because then she comes on. But this is before Janet Reno got appointed. But and then they had some other bid for uh, a person to to be in that position, but they had failed because of like taxes for a nanny or something like that it was something stupid as fuck right right so it was like, like they thought they were gonna is. get this person appointed and then that fell through so really the fbi had like no boss in effect and it was just a big big old mess big old clusterfuck it was a big old clusterfuck as were a lot of the years that clinton was in office as are a lot of years that every president is in office it's just like what the fuck just goes on i just don't how don't does know. government run how does when government no one run? is working together <laughs> how does it at all president donald trump said that foster knew everything about what was going on with the clintons and that it was weird that he suddenly committed committed suicide that was something he said during his 2016 run for office well of course he said that i mean i, I see where vince foster is kind of one where People want to hone in on it. Oh, definitely. Just because he was so close. He was up close and personal with them. He he was in the inside circle. He was in the circle of trust. Oh, yeah. yeah. So show. And, uh, and some people say that he was shot in the White House and that the body was moved mm-hmm. to the park. And that's why he didn't have any mud on his shoes. <laughs> and why they can't find the bullet. Right. Although it's like, come on, I mean, j- at least drop the shell casing close by. Other people are saying that there was no gun seen when the body was found, and then somehow later on, the gun's magically, like, directly on the body. And still others say that they heard three gunshots. But, but that has not been shown in any legally recognized documentation as being anything. Right, there's still only the one shell casing and the one wound, so... And this case has been looked into at least five times now with no new information turned yes. up. So Vince Foster, we're just going to have to put a big question mark on that one, I guess. Yep. And we're that one's no one's ever finding out about that one. Right. I mean, if there was some sort of thing on it, it's it's been buried pretty good, I'd say. Yes. Want to move on to Ron Brown? Let's go on over to to, to Ron Brown. So, he died April 3rd, 1996. He was the Secretary of Commerce and former DNC, that's the Democratic National Committee, former DNC chairman. He was being investigated by the Justice Department and other branches of the government that do investigations on people that work for the government. Again, it's just one big convoluted 
clusterfuck. I'm not exactly 100% sure what he was being investigated for. Something to do with money. Shocker. It's always something to do with money. Mm -hmm. And allegedly, he was going to, uh, he was willing to cut a deal uh, and say, like, what the Clintons' involvement and whatever was being investigated this time. That's what it always is. Like, oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what Mm -hmm. these, these people. So he dies in a plane crash. Now, not typically one, you know, a method of death that arouses a lot of suspicion, but, and, you know, you go on the website, it just lists, oh, he died of a, a plane crash, and then the next day, the air traffic controller guy who worked at that airport kills himself, too, kind of leading to, like, oh, the plane was crashed on purpose, and... He did die, along with 34 others. Another thing that is weird is, I guess, when this was being investigated, it appeared that he had a bullet wound to the head. And that was actually the cause of death and not because of the impact of a plane falling from the fucking sky. Right. There was no autopsy done because the cause of death was supposed to be so obvious and everyone kind of ignored the bullet size hole in his head. Totally. Now, 34 other people died in that crash. Passengers on the plane, right? Passengers and other crew. Right. It was not a big plane, but it was all Americans except for like two people. And it crashed near Dubrovnik, Croatia. So this was not even in the United States. No. Or anywhere close. Officially, the Air Force inquiry blamed the crash on pilot error and poorly designed landing approach. There were some reports that, oh, there was terrible weather. That turned out to be not true. (laughs) I... (laughs) I found, like, the best thing on some random website for the for the Michigan Spartans. Like, it's, um, it's called the Spartan Tailgate. And it's basically almost like a Reddit article of a lot of people just, like, putting their opinion out on what happened with that plane crash. Huh. And there is this guy. His username is... Mudgeon Harbor, M-U-D-J-I-N Harbor. All right. And I would suggest if you really want some good information on the conspiracy behind the plane crash, read this guy's notes. This guy has done his research. It It was like paragraphs and paragraphs. He has like a couple of different responses and like he's got everything like with like the ground radio and like the plane radio and the point that it loses contact and... I mean, he went into great detail. I read, I skimmed over it because it was just so much that I just didn't have time to take it all in. But props to you for doing your research. Here's a a summary of what the, you know, the, the thoughts are behind the conspiracy. There was no worse storm. There was like five planes that landed like just before this plane crashed. So it was not. The conditions were favorable for They landing. were fine. Yeah, it was like everyone maybe else like, could do it. Yeah, everyone else could do it. It was like maybe like light rain or something like that. Right. There was evidence of onboard electrical failure. 
There are signs that the flight controls ceased working at the same time the electrical system failed. So it wasn't just like the plane, but it was like down on the ground, too. Okay, so it was failing everywhere. Yeah, everything was failing all over the place. Ron Brown had a strange hole in his skull, thought to be a bullet hole. Regardless of whether it is or isn't a bullet hole, it should have resulted in an autopsy. None was performed. That's weird. The official copies of the x-rays and photos of Ron Brown vanished. Ooh. I did. I saw several sources that say that there was x-rays and stuff that disappeared after the incident. <laughs> the witnesses have been gagged. Three days after the crash, this was like the only one I could actually see who gave me the name of the air traffic controller guy. Three days after the crash, a maintenance chief at the Dubrovnik airport, Nico Yurkic, supposedly committed suicide by shooting himself in the chest with a rifle only hours before he was to speak with investigators. Well, I mean, as one does, I suppose. Shooting yourself in the chest with a rifle, that's difficult. They must have found the rifle at the scene? Something like that. Again, I mean, not I a guess, whole lot of information because... Did he have his shoes off? <laughs> I have no idea. This was, this guy's research on, in his little post on this Spartan tailgate thing uh, for like Michigan State University or something uh, was like... The only source I could even find that named the guy. Interesting. Because I was starting to be like, okay, I'm not, it, I'm just going to say allegedly, supposedly with the air traffic controller because I can't even find a fucking name for him, but this guy did. Oh, well. So there was a guy. It wasn't the next day, but it was three days later and supposedly died by suicide gunshot to the chest with a rifle. That would be difficult, but possible. It's possible. Also, it's weird. But yeah, there were there was a lot if of- If it's the only weapon you have and you have to commit suicide. Yep. So I'm going to say that one has, has some more questions than answers. Yeah, that's weird. I would say with this particular plane crash. And there's, there's like eight just, more plane crashes with people that they know. But th this was the one that was kind of like, hmm, okay. I mean- you got to think a lot of people, they got to know a lot of people. Right. You know, a lot of people, a lot of these planes are like private planes. And you know, a lot of people who are also who are in government. So there's a lot of people flying around. Right. So, so. The, the just amount of people, you know, that are flying to more places that are not just going from Cincinnati to Denver, you know, it's right. going, you're going across Croatia, you're going across places that are possibly you know, well, definitely more dangerous. So, hey, I mean, it's a riskier position to be in, I guess. To run it down real quick, I'm going to just go through the rest of the plane crashes and their alleged involvement. I didn't get into the, the rest. Okay. But just so you know how many times plane crashes happen. I have them all highlighted in yellow here. So, aside from Ron Brown, we have... See Victor Razor the second. Uh, I think he and his son were both killed. He was a major player in the Clinton fundraising organization and died in a private plane crash July 1992. I'm just going to quote this off the whole conspiracy body count thing. Charles Messner, Assistant Secretary of Commerce, who gave John Huang special security clearance. I don't know who John Huang is. Probably some guy who was involved in something. Government guy, probably. Yep, died shortly thereafter in a small plane crash. 
Dr. Stanley Hurd, chairman of the National Chiropractic Healthcare Advisory Committee, died with his attorney, Steve Dixon, in a small plane crash. Dr. Hurd had uh, served on Clinton's advisory council and personally treated Clinton's mother, stepfather, and brother. So he was a chiropractor for some of, for Clinton and his family. And that resulted in him and his lawyer dying in a plane crash somehow. Yeah. I hear the secrets that you keep when I'm talking in my, my neck sleep. cracked by you. <laughs> I don't know. That's all right. All right. Herschel Friday, attorney and Clinton fundraiser, died March 1st, 1994, when his plane exploded. Wow. Exploded? It exploded. Jesus. That's a lot of plane crashes. That is a lot of plane crashes, but again, a, these, a lot of these are like private planes. And yeah. I mean, JFK Jr. crashed yeah. his plane and killed himself and his wife and some other people because, you know, he was... He was a pilot, but not that great. I mean, private aircraft follows a little bit of a different standard than commercial yeah, yeah. aircraft. So, I mean, if these had all been like, you know, 737s, like full of like people, I'd be like. A little bit more concerned. I'd be a little bit more concerned like, than the fact that a lot of these were like, you know, small private planes, which actually crash with a relative frequency. It kind of just depends on who's flying them and. It's not that hard to get your pilot's license. That's. I mean, now if you want to, you want to fly a big giant plane full of hundreds of passengers. That's you're you're held to like a little bit of a higher standard. Oh yeah, as you should be. You definitely, definitely one hundred percent. But who's to say like that? All I wouldn't be the first to be like, oh yes, they were all somehow uh, accidental on purpose crashes. Yeah. It just I don't know. It just seems it. like yeah. a plane crash is just such a loud way to go about things. You know, it's very like there's other ways to you know you could uh, no not a plane crash is pretty public, pretty visible. I mean, there's a right. lot a lot of other ways. You know, like gunning someone down in a Starbucks, right under the delusion that it's for robbery. Yeah. Maybe it was just kind of like, okay, we can't have another suicide. Like, okay, let's go in there. We'll kill all of these kids. We'll lock up and we'll blame it on Carl. Or let's just fuck with the controls. I know where he parks his Cessna. Right. Let's just go and sabotage the shit out of it. And yeah. Uninvert his controls. Shall we talk about uh, Suzanne Coleman? You've got some some details on that one, don't you? That, that's an old one. Yes, that's an old one. It happened in 1977, uh, the day after Valentine's Day. She, at seven and a half months pregnant, managed to shoot herself in the back of the head. Now, was this an actual one where it was like in the back of the head? I actually could not find any information about Dude, her I actual. Not find shit about her, so I was like, "Oh, is this like back of the head, like Vince Foster back of the head, or was this actually back, back of, the of the head, head, back of the head, like be behind the head?" Right. Uh, there wasn't. There's not a whole lot on her. Um, All you can really had, find is like the conspiracy shit, and she had alleged sexual contact with Bill Clinton. This is while he was Attorney General. Yes, and it, it's thought, but no. Uh, 77. 77 is when he became attorney general. However, 
depending upon when she actually died, it could would depend upon when she got, you know, pregnant. Could have been before he was attorney general. Yeah. And it's thought by some, though there's no evidence, that the unborn child was Clinton's. Well, I mean, though you wouldn't have been able to do DNA. No. Testing. Because it took me a while to even find out that it was from 1977. The list doesn't really say anything about, like, what date that she died or anything like that. So, of course, you got people like, oh, well, why didn't they do DNA? Well, yeah, because you couldn't. Because it was 1977. They didn't have it. According to Snopes, Clinton, at the time of her death, was her law professor. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton worked at the University of Arkansas as a law professor from 1973 until 1976, when he and his new wife, longtime girlfriend Hillary, moved to Little Rock, Arkansas to pursue a life of politics. He became the 50th Attorney General of Arkansas in 1977. Though not her professor at the time of her suicide, he could have been her professor earlier at some point during his Mm -hmm. time at U of A. Like when she got pregnant. Maybe if the child was even his, Mm -hmm. there's no evidence of that. Right. There's simply people that believe that she had sex with Bill Clinton and that it was possible that it was his child. And that for whatever reason, they just shot her in the back of the head or she shot herself in the back of the head. I guess if, that early on, she was like, this happened, you were already married, you know, it would have been a big scandal, and it could have oh, fucked uh, everything it, up. It really could have fucked everything up, there's no doubt about that. Because you're kind of like, you're not untouchable yet at that point. Right. But you're just beginning, you're on the path to becoming untouchable. Yes. and, and I, So this is not the time when you need somebody showing up with like a kid and in a story and you were my professor i'm sure there's rules about professors and all that stuff and yeah and i mean all of this is I alleged mean, i mean this, yeah, is, this all, is all alleged but i mean yeah, there's no proof it could have been pretty this. bad but yeah there there isn't any proof there's there's not much out there on the actual factual whatever's of the case it's just there if it was true yeah it could have been very bad uh career-wise Oh, yeah. But there's nothing, there's no hard evidence that states any of it was true mm-hmm. at all, or, or that they had any kind of relationship beyond the fact that he was her law professor. No, and so. that is, uh, that's so long ago, I mean. Yeah, and I mean, you're not going to find anything else. 1977 is when now, she anyways, allegedly so. committed suicide. I couldn't really even find anything about her with in, in relation to anything but this particular right. instance. Right, no, so. it was, Yeah. Operation Fast and Furious. If I understand correctly, the ATF was letting Mexican gangsters get a hold of guns in the hopes that the guns would make their way to the top dogs in the cartels doing all the bad stuff, you know, drugs and what have you, Mm -hmm. so they could catch them and take down the cartels. So it was like, here, we're going to let you have all the guns so that we have a reason to go after you. We're going to see where these guns end up and we're going to find out, you know, they're going to get to the cartels. We're going to know they're stolen or whatever and we'll be able to get you. It was just a fucking clusterfuck. That sounds that sounds like how you make a clusterfuck. They only ended (laughs) they only ended up getting back 710 of the guns. Oh, dear. Many of them they found at crime scenes. Whose fucking idea was this? Was this Janet Reno's idea? No. Uh, oh, God. That this surprises happened, me a little bit, actually. Uh, apparently, President Obama 
invoked executive privilege to keep some documents under wraps at the request of Attorney General Eric Holder in relation to this. This was his first first time using that power, so this was very recent. Mm -hmm. It turns out the documents weren't a part of Operation Fast and Furious, so they couldn't be hidden by executive privilege. This was ruled in 2016. Well, you know, I would, now, I would invoke executive privilege, too, to keep the American people from finding out what a stupid thing had been done. It's now 2020, and the lawsuit to get those records uncovered is pending in federal court. Special I would agent, love to see that. Special Agent David Rayner allegedly had information that Hillary Clinton did illegal shit to keep any crimes that may have been committed by the Obama administration quiet in relation to this whole deal. One report states that he was found dead next to his wife, also dead. Both of them had been shot with his weapon, and he had sustained several stab wounds. According to Police Lieutenant Ryan Frazier, cops showed up at his house because of a domestic disturbance. Well, that sounds kind of like it was a domestic disturbance. Rayner and his wife were going through a divorce that included custody decisions about a 10-year-old child. Mm. The cops at the scene told him to put his weapon down and actually witnessed him shoot himself in the head. Previous to this, he had stabbed his wife, Donna Fisher, several times. She was barely alive, apparently, when the cops showed up and died shortly after. So lots of witnesses to say this was not something made to look like murder-suicide, but in fact, murder-suicide. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with that. I mean, I'm not doubting that there was probably a lot of people covering up a lot of what happened with, you know, Operation clusterfuck because oh yeah that is literally like one of the dumbest things i've ever heard in my fucking oh, yeah. life it's so like, we're gonna give you guys these guns <laughs> and we're gonna follow the guns up to the big wigs and oh, then we're gonna arrest the big wigs because they have all these fucking illegal guns oh my god like who approved this how many people had to go through this and like give their approval i don't know but they found them all over the border on both sides oh, both God. in mexico and then they also found them all over in in this it's just it's like yeah let's just give like violent people some yeah guns i mean i guess we do that with other countries too so but I mean, still but still it just like oh my god <laughs> that is that is a head shaker right there so i mean I, i'm not doubting that uh hillary and probably a lot of other people worked to suppress this information because it's one of the things you just don't you want don't, the american yeah, public I mean, to find God out damn. how fucking stupid you guys are and that our tax money goes to fund your luxurious lifestyle and poor decision making very <laughs> very poor decision making so yeah i'm gonna give a thumbs up to cover up her and probably a lot of other people and thumbs down to murder for hire on yeah that. probably not probably not you want to talk about some connections to waco yeah go i mean we talked about tell waco me, once tell me about waco yeah waco is still something i get upset about paul wilcher was investigating a couple things one of these things was the incident at the branch davidian compound in waco texas the other was some possible connection between drug and gun running out of arkansas and the October Surprise. Mm-hmm. Do you know what an October Surprise is? No, what's an October Surprise? It's a political move where a person running for president does something. Well, 
does something that creates a boost in their numbers for election just before election day. Things oh, like declarations of wars or yeah, leaking okay. scandals mm-hmm. or other like newsworthy events or, well, quote unquote, newsworthy events or false flags or whatever the fuck. He'd given a 99 page affidavit to our friend Janet Reno and planned on releasing a documentary with his findings. I'm not sure on which issue the documentary was going to focus, but it never happened, as on June 22, 1993, he was found dead on his toilet. There never was a cause of death determined. Now, death on the toilet, typically it's a brain aneurysm from, you know, trying to crap too hard. You will literally, like, bust a vein into your fucking brain. But that's, you can see that on autopsy. Heart attack, also something that can be determined upon autopsy, just dead on the toilet and no cause of death. That is weird. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to. And I'm imagining that the, all of his little, like the shit coming out of Arkansas probably was what got, what got him killed more. If he was in fact killed mm-hmm. more than anything that had to do with Waco. But you know and what else is really hard to do? It's hard to murder somebody without a, a, discernible cause of death too unless you've got the people in your pocket yes unless you're paying like the coroner or something to yeah just put that. it as unknown Don't know. it's clearly known. couldn't figure it out like yeah i didn't yeah. see this injection or whatever needle mark or something i mean it's unusual it's unusual with the when did this guy die 90, June 22nd, 1993. 93, okay. Well, I mean, we've gotten better, but still, I mean, it's, it's very modern in 1993. It's unusual for an autopsy not to reveal any kind of... Yeah, pretty strange. Anything. But it's, I guess it's just one of those... I, I would say it's more likely to not find a cause of death for a natural death than it would be for a murder. Yes. If if the let's say the coroner's on the up and up and he's not covering up anything, it he's doing be, his job. Yeah. I would say it would be more likely to be an unknown cause of death because of something natural than something that was foul play. Yeah, I think that's probably the case unless it's a very cunning way of killing somebody. Right. Like very cunning. Like super cunning. So, that's my thought on that. There was somebody else who also died of unknown causes. That was a, a gal, Barbara Wise. Ah. She died November 29th, 1996. She was, she was, she worked in the Commerce Department. And according to uh, one of the news stations, WRC, that reported on her death, she was partially nude. Her body was bruised and she was found inside her office. She had died maybe thanksgiving but her body had been there like over thanksgiving weekend it was until, like monday that her coworkers found her man that's unfortunate but i mean it was just very odd case of circumstances like that she was seemed to be battered partially unclothed but then they were also saying it might have been natural causes i don't know of any natural causes that bruises and unclothes you right Right. It was WRC-TV who had reported that she was partially nude. There's a lot of conspiracy thoughts around this that she had information on Bill Clinton. Of some sort. Of some sort. 
and that his behavior after she died was also weird. He was like off at Camp David for the weekend for Thanksgiving weekend. Mm -hmm. And he came back like rather suddenly as soon as they reported her being found and flew back to the White House specifically to get some poetry because he was going to he was working on his uh, his poetry book. Pros before hoes. I think he had been reelected, and he was working on his inauguration speech. For oh, like right, yeah, the second term. But totally. he, he needed a he needed a book of poetry from the Oval Office, and he had to go fetch it himself. Yes, especially for that. Uh, her autopsy was super fast tracked, like done within like ten hours of when she was found, and ultimately came up inconclusive. Oh. Like just no cause of death ever that I could find. Interesting. Given. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Well, pulling us back to Waco, Steve Willis, Robert Williams, Conway LeBleu, and Todd McKeehan. LeBleu? Probably not. He was American. It's probably LeBleu. LeBleu. They were all bodyguards to Clinton. All four were killed with a single shot to the left temple, injuries sustained as a result of gunfire from the Waco assault. Hmm. All of their bodies were examined by a private doctor. I was unable to find evidence of these men having worked for the Clintons, but did see in several places that they did that. So perhaps they did? I mean, I thought that presidential bodyguards were Secret Service and not ATF. But maybe they were used on like a temporary basis or something. I don't really know. I mean, maybe when they were like short staffed or something, and they're I, just I, like they're just pulling people from the ATF, like you know, hey, I, you've got a gun, you work for the government. I don't know. You're doing secret know. service duty, pal. Maybe. Doctor Mark Kraus and Doctor Nizam Pirwani did the autopsies. LeBlue and Williams both received quote a high velocity gunshot to the head area unquote. Williams also had sustained a neck wound. And LeBlue, a left shoulder wound. By high velocity, they, do they mean it like came from like a, a distance, like a long distance or just... No, a, a gunshot. I mean, there's a high velocity gunshot. Yeah, because I was like, don't all bullets... Are high velocity, yeah. yeah. I think they just, that's just like things you have to say. Okay, so like the bullet wasn't taken in, like just like shoved into their head. Right, exactly. You know? <laughs> Not like, you <laughs> know, they weren't stabbed to death with a bullet. <laughs> Fragments were pulled from his shoulder, but I was unable to find any ballistics reports saying where the bullets came from. Davidian, ATF, or someone else. Willis received fatal injuries from a gunshot wound to the left side of his face, and McKeon from a wound in his right upper chest. Linda Thompson, former attorney, produced a couple movies about the Waco raid called Waco, The Big Lie, and the follow-up, Waco 2, The Big Lie Continues. That one offers rebuttals for questions raised from the first movie. She claims that these men were killed purposefully by Clinton-ordered assassins. With a lot of these things, they never really say or even allude to what sort of information these people have on the Clintons. Right. Like, what what reason would they have had to kill them? Right. It's just they were bodyguards. So what, they fucking saw something? And so you had them all clandestinely killed during During a a shootout? shootout? And I could never, like I, I mean, said, I, I could guess if there's a time to do it, that would be it. But I mean, they didn't really know for sure that it was going to. I mean, I guess they kind of knew because Janet Reno, like they'd had the initial shootout and then yeah. there was the whole standoff. And then she gave the orders to 
go again. Go again. Yeah. So I guess maybe there was some prior knowledge. So I guess, I mean, if you're going to do it, there that would be an opportune time. It's like, oh, hey, while everything's going on, like if there is gunfire exchange, make sure you take these guys out. And now the first part of it where it said, you know, where I said that each one received just one gunshot to the head, that was the conspiracy theory angle on it. Okay, because I mean that and does sound the, weird, like right off the bat. Like, how does how do all four of them die of a single gunshot wound to the head? Like, right, and you then know, why they got some fucking sharpshooters in that Branch Davidian or what? Some of the other things I found, but the other uh, there's other things I said about their wounds. You know, the the more in depth parts about their wounds. Those were all things found in actual places, reports, well, yes. in the fucking reports, right? When you're actually like really looking into the facts and, and not just what this conspiracy website wants to tell you. Those reports that, could also yeah. be fudged. I mean, right, right. Well, I mean, the stuff I all found from like you know, L.A. Times, Boston Times, yeah, reputable yeah. people. But I mean, who knows? Who knows what's right and what's wrong and what's true and what isn't in mainstream media? I mean, apparently, uh, the Republicans and Democrats own all the media outlets too so who knows what's true and nowadays they're even allowed to propagandize us so that's uh, great yeah and that's awesome that's super awesome yeah so that barbara rice the the unknown uh you know partially nude unknown cause of death uh she, she worked closely with ron brown that was the oh connection i there. see the guy who was uh you know in the questionable plane crash yeah so yeah that would be kind of her connection to it there is another husband and wife type situation that would be with one Kathy Ferguson. So she is the ex-wife of Danny Ferguson, who was involved in the Paula Jones lawsuit because oh, allegedly yeah. he is the one who like brought Paula up to Bill Clinton's hotel room right. to be sexually harassed. Assaulted or just harassed? Well, she filed harassment in that he exposed himself to her was uh, what she cited in her lawsuit. Whether more happened than that or not, I don't know. Right. Was he just like, he could have just been like, hey, let me show you my saxophone and then like mm -hmm. unzipped his pants. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of Allegedly. like a Harvey. Yeah. Like Weinstein type. Right, right. Sitch. Allegedly. Like, allegedly, supposedly. Blech. Gross. Yes, and that, <laughs> you can quote me on gross. 100%. Me too. I also think it's, I think both situations are gross. Yes. Harvey and old Wiley Bill. Yes. Um, Slick Willie. Slick Willie. I knew he had something like that. <laughs> Wiley Bill was my <laughs> Wiley Bill. <laughs> That's good. That's good. But yeah, Slick Willie. Slick Willie. There we go. I tried. <laughs> It's catchy, though. I think it's catchy. Yeah, yeah. Got a nice ring. She was found dead of a gunshot wound to the right temple. This was in May 1994, and they say the circumstances are weird. There's something about a whole, like, like, what hand she favored, like, whether she was left-handed or right-handed, and what side of the of her head the, the wound was on. Most compelling, though, that you'll see, like, on the, just off the, the kill list here is that 
her bags were packed as if she was going somewhere. So, like, why the fuck would she just, like, pack off all of her suitcases and then suddenly kill herself? That doesn't make any damn sense now, does it? No. No. Well, according to the L.A. Times, there was a, it, there was a note found with her body. And she had written that she had problems with her current boyfriend, who was a police officer named Bill Shelton. And there was a note from him and saying that he, like, questioned whether she was having an affair. And then she had written a note saying that she was having problems in her current relationship. She was divorced from Ferguson at this point, Danny Ferguson. And I don't know. So it seems to me like maybe she was in the process of leaving him and maybe at that point decided that it was, like, too much. But she was packing her bags and just ready to go. But then she just decided to take... Another way out. Another possibility is also a domestic situation. I don't want to go around accusing anyone because right. I have no evidence evidence of anything, but it could be if there's... Pure speculation. Pure speculation could say that it was something else. I, apparently her boyfriend put up a big fuss about the, the ruling of it being a suicide. Hmm. And then her boyfriend was also found dead of an apparent suicide at her gravesite. Interesting. Like a month later, he kills himself at her grave. Yeah. And so the conspiracy theorists would be like, oh, well, he questioned, you know, and thought that there was no way she would kill himself. And then he kills himself at her grave. So that's why he died was because he was being too outspoken about the fact that he didn't think she killed herself. Yeah. But, I mean, it could, one could hypothetically say maybe there was a domestic situation in which she did not kill herself, and perhaps he then killed himself later because yeah. of guilt. It's possible. Or, yeah. Either way, I think he was pretty torn up about how she died, whether... Right, yeah. No matter how it happened. And when you put into context, like, no, she wasn't fleeing the country because of uh, something going on with the Clintons. I would say she was more like trying to leave her house, her relationship situation. And however that ended, we don't know, but I would... Not well. Yeah, not well. However, whatever the end of anything... We know what the <laughs> ultimate end was, and it was not it a good No, it was, not a, it was not a good ending. I'm, I just think that... That had more to do with her bags being packed than yes. Than oh, I got information on the Clintons. I better get out of here before I get suicided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would say this that one hundred percent had to do with her current living situation and a need to exit it in yes. whatever way she decided to do that. Yes, or it was decided for her. Probably the case. Mm -hmm. At least more likely. Right. But yes, as as they would have you believe kind of right off the bat, like, oh my God, she knew stuff. She was trying to flee. She was suicided, and then her boyfriend didn't buy it, and so then he was killed too, also by a quote-unquote suicide. But I think this was not, yeah. Not one of those. Uh, yeah, I don't think this was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> If there are some dubious suicides, 
associated with it. I would not say this was one of them. No. They make it look that way at first glance, but no. And there are some that do. You're like, yeah, that's 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 pretty fishy. But then there's a lot that aren't that fishy. And yeah, yeah, things could have been faked. And the information because it is just it is just internet research that we're doing. So, right. I mean, it's, it's to say it could what? all be bullshit, <laughs> and we could all be bamboozled. Right. I'm certainly is not this even real. Is it, I mean, I'm, it's even no, happening it's, right now. It's like not, sometimes I really just like question my own Everything. reality. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, am I even here talking right now, doing this podcast? Like, what's what's fucking happening? I don't know. I'm watching too much Rick and Morty again. <laughs> <laughs> Is there too much? Uh, not really. Only when you start questioning your perception of what's going on in the world around you, I guess. No, that's just that's just being <laughs> not being asleep, I guess. Yeah. I need some Ambien. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Another one that was unusual, I guess you could say, would be Jerry Parks. He was the head of Clinton's security team back in Little Rock. And I guess he had quite a bit of inside info on the Clintons. He was allegedly owed $81,000 hmm. by the Clintons. All right. And apparently he kept a whole file about all the stuff that they were doing while he was providing security for him huh. back in the day. And it goes that after he like publicly threatened him and said he was going to expose a bunch of shit, uh, he was gunned down by like five people in some like weird <laughs> intersection. It was basically like a drive-by shooting in the wow. middle of fucking Little Rock, Arkansas. So, and then all the files subsequently disappeared. Allegedly, supposedly. And why wouldn't they? Right. I mean, if you're going <laughs> to... Man, if you're going to go all, to all the trouble of getting you for your friends to gun down some dude, you better take his fucking business papers. Yeah. Now, this is according to the Collegian, uh, that his son was quoted to have said that they had my father killed to save Bill Clinton, so... Son definitely thought it was a, yeah, it was a murder for hire type sitch because of what he knew on the Clintons and that he had threatened to expose it. And I mean, how often? I I just I don't know much about Little Rock, Arkansas. You know, I don't know much about the like backroom dealings of a governor, right. I, I just, I don't have any, like, what sort of shit are governors getting into, you know? Well, I guess it just depends on the governor. I mean, I guess. And, and what kind of shit, f from what I can tell, most of the stuff is all sex stuff. Yeah. The sex and money. Sex and money. And, like, uh, you know, sex and real estate investments it. and, you know, shady donations. I and don't I'm sure know there's, the and I'm sure one, misappropriation you know, of funds as, as to buy hookers. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure as president, there's a lot more shady shit that ha went on. Just, right. Just, but that's just what all presidents, I'm sure, have to do because. It's a fucked up job. And it is a fucked up job. You have to do and fucked I mean, up shit because there, you're you running... have to do fucked up shit, and also you're kind of like a puppet for other fucked up factions of government. That That's just, how you got you know, there, exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. Uh, that are also controlling shit that you have no idea about. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like old uh, Slick Willie was was having a pretty good time as governor of Arkansas. Yeah. I will say that I would say he um, maybe was more about some of the perks of the job and yeah, then then maybe other governors of other states at other times. I don't know. Or maybe not. Who knows? Again, I don't know anything about the wildlife of a governor. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, he had a pretty big one. He <laughs> had a wild time. And I just, I just, Arkansas doesn't sound like much of a party place to me. I mean, he just gets away with it because he's got a nice personality. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the whole reason he gets away with like all these like womanizing things. I mean, everyone... Is like, oh my God, Trump's grab him by the pussy remarks. I mean, which is disgusting. I'm not saying it's not, but you know, Trump has a very different personality. Significantly than more abrasive. Yes, just completely unlikable as like a person, and just yeah. you know, I mean, he's just he's not a smooth talker. No, not like no. I mean, but I think Bill Clinton got away with a shitload of shit just because he he can really like you know put on that that nice guy act that you Throws know throws like, on oh, those sunglasses, uh -huh. got that accent, plays yeah, he's the got sax, that smooth Southern accent, just like oh hey, I'm just having a little fun here, you know? Yeah, I, I did mean, not and everyone's inhale. just like oh okay, okay, well we'll let you get away with it this time, Tiger. Uh, yeah. yeah, all right, don't let it don't let it happen again, Ace. Mm -hmm. Get your hand out of that woman's skirt. <laughs> Don't you grab her pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, Bill Clinton would never say such a thing, you know, like, that in is that not, way. That is not what a Southern gentleman I mean, says. Yeah, exactly. He probably did it plenty, but he's, hey. not, he's not just going to go out and bluntly say it and then, you know, be unapologetic and not try and smooth over right. anything about saying it. No, yeah, that's, that's a different guy's style, but, I mean, you see how it works. I mean... Some people can really get away with being like a total piece of shit because they've got a great personality. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just true. like, yeah, he sucks, but he's such a likable person. You can tell. Yeah. Until he fucks you. Yeah. Right. Until he has you trapped in the hotel room, allegedly, supposedly. Right. So, yeah. I think, I think he might have got away with quite a bit just based on. Yeah. The fact that he was a smooth operator. More so than just because when you're president, you get away with the shit. Mm-hmm. Now, there's one more that has more to do with, I would say, Hillary than, um, than Bill Clinton, because this was a more recent thing. Right. This specifically had to do with Hillary's attempt to become president of the united states and this is the murder of seth rich and he was killed july 10th 2016 now the reason like the cause of death was he was shot he was shot twice in the back i believe uh during an attempted robbery except that nothing was stolen right from him which that's why is... it was attempted joanna <laughs> Except that when you shoot somebody and you like disarm them, if your ultimate motive is to rob them, like why wouldn't you do it at that point? Well, now you've committed murder and only one crime at a time, so you go right. So then you just leave. Then without, you just leave. You already committed any, a crime. You any go robbery. Yeah, I mean, no. it's like I feel like he may as well like get the stuff, but also he was robbed 
in air quotes, in a really nice part of D.C. <laughs> where robbery just usually doesn't happen. People usually aren't just like, like mugged robbed, in the street. It'd be like getting robbed in Medina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like she was out on a walk in Medina and then two assailants like, you know, robbed like her. and then Assailants? Dig- dig- dig. It'd be like, what? Yeah, I mean, it's about as believable as something like that. Were they Bill Gates' body? Were they, was she right. trespassing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Now, and it happened to be that a, you're in a nice area. There's, like, street cameras, like, all over this bitch. Yeah. Uh, but nothing was recorded because he happened to be right in this area of construction where there wasn't oh, any surveillance yeah, yeah. cameras because it was under construction. It was, like, this, like, you know, one or two block stretch like the only place where like everyone's movement is not like recorded right that God. the alleged robbery happened now the infi had was that the whole bernie sanders being blackballed out of the election that yeah yeah that the democratic national committee knew and conspired to keep him from becoming the democratic candidate because it was Hillary's turn. Yeah. For Prez. Yeah. And, um, you know, Gloria Wasserman Schultz, who was like chairman of the DNC, I think. I mean, she got fired over it. She kind of had to fall on her sword over some emails that basically said exactly that. Like, if, even if Bernie gets the votes, he's not. Yeah. It's Hillary's turn. It's Hillary's turn. Yeah. There's no way that this is going to happen. And there was a kind of a big scandal about it. But I guess. Seth had sent some information, probably to WikiLeaks, and that was the reason that he was killed, because he had knowledge of not only the DNC, but maybe Hillary's involvement, involvement or whatever, on right. rigging the election, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know some. there's some other people out there that might be president that everyone's freaking out about election rigging too so i'm pretty sure thing. that it's everyone's pre- been worried about election mm-hmm. rigging for every election right right it's a thing that comes up probably in every major election but if perhaps you actually had hard evidence of said election rigging then yeah yeah and you'd sent that information to WikiLeaks. Like, yeah, maybe that may, they'd want you to shut the fuck up. That may, yeah. That may call for somebody to um, be Do shot something. during a robbery attempt where there was no robbery yeah. in an area. Where robberies don't occur. <laughs> where robberies don't occur and the only area in the in that neighborhood where there wasn't like video surveillance yeah how how fortuitous (laughs) yes i mean it's just the 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 circumstances are pretty uh questionable it's it's all a little it's just a little too convenient on that one i'd say but yeah there you go it is what it is i don't think anyone's gonna go to jail for it i'll say that much yeah probably probably not now last but not least is uh the most, most recent one, one of the biggest ones, I would say. That's right. That would be uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Since it's in current events, I mean, we should, we may as well talk about it. Oh, yeah. We may as well talk about it. And let me just 
put this out there right now. Yeah, somebody fucking clapped his ass. I mean, (laughs) I have like no doubts. But I, you know, well, well, let's let's talk a little bit about what's going on with that. But I, I, if somebody did kill him, I mean, the Clintons wouldn't be the only ones. Oh, it probably really like the Clintons put out all of the times they were on his plane, and Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter was, it was a nice plane to fly on, and and so they and all of the places that he flew was in was with the clinton foundation and it, they released their itineraries and everything and so it probably had nothing to do with the clintons right it probably had to do with other people who were very powerful other because people his in list power was yeah. is it was extensive. far-reaching and yes. extensive and i mean it's really sick the idea that there's so many people in places of power and that have all this money that were involved in well, let's His get into it. Let's get into involvements. it. Involvements. Many may not really know who he is besides a pedophile and a pimp to other pedophiles. He was a billionaire financier, which basically means that he managed large amounts of money for corporations and or individuals. He managed people's wealth. And rich people's wealth. And it well, made yeah, him... I mean I mean I don't have any wealth to be managed. No. So. No, and they and he, he made, One could draw the conclusion that if you have wealth to be managed, you're rich. Yeah, well, I'm saying he was rich from doing it. Right. He made a chunk lots of, fucking of money change. by managing other people's wealth. Yeah. In 2008, in Florida, he was accused of getting girls as young as 14 to have sex with him and his homies. It was alleged that he would pay them lots of cash, ask them to find other young girls to come party. Because it's like, why you couldn't just wait till they were like 18? like Or not be predatory and like have right. sex with women your own age or... Yeah, I mean, that would be preferable whatever. for sure, but I mean... If you like younger women, that's fine, but like go for younger women that are already are of an age to make right, those sorts of decisions. age, yes. Yes. He ended up... Getting busted, and he took some plea deal, which let him get away with this pretty much. Yeah, like there was like the first time he was investigated, and and then there was the whole uh, deal that I don't think a lot of the uh, victims were privy to or cool with. But there it is. It was just kind of like, okay, we're just going to kind of like tie a little bow on this and uh, make this all go away. Yeah, now he was Mm -hmm. sexing at that point, so he had to go through that stuff or was. Supposed that to, stuff. at least. But yeah. uh, we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, fortunately, in 2019 in New York, he didn't just get a slap on the wrist. Authorities found photographic evidence of him having sex with underage girls. The shit that allegedly happened in Florida was also alleged to have happened in Manhattan. His charges were sex trafficking and sex trafficking conspiracy. Sex trafficking is when a person is somehow forced into engaging in sex acts. Somehow it could be blackmail. It could be just coercion. It could they, you know, just mm-hmm. somehow conspiracy of that is to you know with other people like plan like plan oh, hey, this shit uh, to happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold this over this chick's head in order to get her to have sex with me or have sex with you or how? Why don't we try this tactic of coercing this person? And, and so I'm yeah, sure you're, you're conspiring to do the bad thing before you actually do the doing of the bad thing and it's not just sex i'm sure i'm sure there's a lot looter acts than simple Mm -hmm. they're not just like okay lay here missionary style okay three pumps and we're done you know it's not i'm sure it's not anything like that i'm sure it's nothing like i even want to think about like not at all because it's disgusting and awful 
He also owned islands in the U.S. Virgin Islands, Mm -hmm. one called Little St. James Island, another called the Great St. James Island. The little one is where he allegedly lured underage girls to then assault them. I mean, what are you going to do? You're on a fucking island. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's just the fact that he had his like own private islands to take people. I mean, this is almost as bad as... You know, that thing with like ice tea where they're like hunting the people for sport. I mean, it's kind of almost the same thing, except it's like, yeah, rape, except, you know, yeah, you it's like the rape, rape island instead of yeah. like, the, the killing yeah. for sport island. At least the killing for sport island, your suffering ends. Right. In 2017, Epstein denied access to LSJ Island to an official that was doing a routine monitoring because he was a registered sex offender since 2008. And they're like, hey, can we take a peek and see what's going on on this island? And he was like, no. He was like, no. That's a no for me, dog. Yeah, and that didn't do anything. On July 6th, 2019, he was arrested, tossed in jail, and denied bail. You see, he's considered a fly risk because he had tons and tons of money and could basically do whatever he wanted. Right, Still had it, did he still have his private jet and oh yeah all, all his stuff oh yeah I mean he had his I mean they found the evidence in his his mansion in Manhattan you know how much and they busted him at the airport right you know how much money like mansions in Manhattan cost quite like, a bit yeah yes on August tenth twenty nineteen Jeffrey Epstein was found dead in his jail cell it was ruled a suicide. He'd hung himself, apparently. On July 23rd, he had been found unconscious in his cell with neck injuries. He was put on suicide watch for six days and then put in a new cell with a cellmate. Mm. He was supposed to be looked in on every 30 minutes, every 30 minutes, which he was. The cellmate was moved out of the cell on August 9th, 2019, and no new cellmate was moved in. So he was alone from that point on. Apparently, regardless of how many people are in the cell, the guard is still supposed to look on, look in on him every 30 minutes. This did not occur on that evening. Mm-mm. There were two guards assigned to this task. And There's they both, two of them that are supposed to do this. And they both fell asleep. Fell asleep in air quotes, I'm going to say. And lied about it. Mm-hmm. A three-hour chunk of time went by where he was not checked on. Additionally, the cameras in front of his cell also weren't functioning for some reason. Oh my god, that's so weird. The autopsy showed the neck damage consistent with death by hanging, but more consistent with manual strangulation Mm. by another person. Okay, so somebody comes in, strangles him, then ties a sheet around his neck and hangs him up. The bone in question is called the hyoid bone, Mm -hmm. and some studies show it only breaking in 6% of hangings, though it does get more brittle with age. Well, and I mean, I would imagine it breaks more often in hangings where you have like a, like a trap door that goes out from under you. I mean, hanging is either death because your neck breaks because of the force of it or because of suffocation when it doesn't break your neck. I'm going to say it again. Six percent. <laughs> Six percent of all of the hangings that they've studied. Six percent. Although, I mean, hanging was, I mean, by execution, that's, that's pretty old there. So it is pretty old. You and, know, you're and not going to have a lot of, and this wasn't studying all of the hangings and all of the time. Right, right. This was I'm studying, saying... this study showed 
that 6%, 6%, okay? Yeah. 6%. Maybe it happened. I want to say maybe he was one of the 6%. Maybe. Typical self, suicidal hanging. I'm going to say he's more likely going to be get, be caused by suffocation rather than oh yeah your neck breaking. So I'm I'm feeling like the six percent probably has more to do with when your neck actually breaks versus when you suffocate. And six percent, six percent, yeah. And I mean, so and if you're talking of like a sheet in a jailhouse cell, do you think you're going to break your neck? You're not going to get I no. Mean, it's going to be a suffocation I mean, type deal, and it's probably not going to damage the hyoid boy, yeah. bone, as in the other like ninety four percent of the times that it doesn't. So it also came to light in November of 2019 that he had been unchecked in his cell for at least. Eight hours before his body was found. Wow. And then, of course, the... the and that's what these guys lied about. It was another one thing. These guys, these, they these said it was only about. three hours, but it was actually eight. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, they probably got a reason to just be like, yeah, we were negligent. It's because Epstein didn't kill himself. Right, because somebody fucking clapped him. <laughs> yeah. Because somebody came in there and did it. I mean, okay, let's just say you're Epstein. You want to take the easy way out. You don't want to deal with all the shit that's that's coming down on you. Um, how would you even know that the guards were, quote unquote, asleep and not watching you? Would you are you timing every time they come in and check on you and be like, oh, it's been an hour. You know, maybe I have an opportunity now and I'm just going to try it now. I mean... It just really doesn't make like the one time they're not checking up on him. He just somehow knows this and decides to hang himself. Right. And it wouldn't take it's, long. I mean, right. no, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't take you too long to die. But it's, I'm just saying that it's kind of odd. Oh, yeah. That that's, oh, the, yeah. that's the time he takes the opportunity to do it himself. After all that time, yeah, yeah. And now, do I'm I just, think the Clintons had anything to do with it? No, it's very unlikely. You know, there's there's so, so many, many other people yeah. that have so much more to lose. And not to say any of these people had anything to do with it either. I mean, Trump was a frequenter of uh, Epstein's. Oh yeah, planes and uh, everybody other fun, was the prince. Prince Andrew of the British royalty, yep. also known to be a known associate and yep. uh, frequenter of uh, Epstein's whatever's, whether it was like business or pleasure. We, I'm not saying anything, but you know there are other really high up people who potentially had a lot to lose by what he had to say. And often, it's not just the Clintons. And I a mean, lot of these people, it could have been perfectly like innocent. Like right, I just need right. He's to charter this jet. Right. You know, and they're just having like a business relationship with him. He was a businessman. He didn't manage lots of people's wealth and was well known and had all this stuff. So, I mean, yeah, he was like in the inner circle of like the rich and famous. Yeah. So a lot of people probably knew him that didn't necessarily like fuck uh, and rape underage girls, but there probably were a lot that did. There probably were a lot that did, and, that's and uh, where... one of them, at least one of them, <laughs> and that's why he's dead. And that's why he's dead because at least one of them uh, killed him because he didn't kill himself. Had him killed, yes, for sure, for sure, yes, yeah, because that's just it. I mean, you talk about a little too convenient. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's pretty come fucking convenient. On. 
That is like uh, way beyond convenient. I, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we were asleep. Sorry. Sorry about that. And what the cameras. Doing? And the cameras somehow working. stopped yeah. working at that moment. And yeah. Okay. Found hanging, but probably manually strangled. Hyoid bone, bone crushed. Uh, you know, it's only 6% of the cases show that. Yeah. So good times. Good times. Actually not. That's in air quotes, too. But. Yes. <laughs> and so really, I'm sure that like most powerful families, they do have some dirty hands. Oh, I'm sure they do. I am not in any way saying that I don't think that they are not uh, corrupt as fuck and haven't done some really shady things. But so is so have most, a lot of people. Most, most of government. <laughs> most people so, when you get to that level of politics. Yep. Uh, not that yeah. we have any specific information about anybody. Yeah. We know nothing about anything. Nope. And we'll just, so uh, leave it at that, I guess. <laughs> remember to check out our social medias. All of uh, that information will be in the show notes as well as sources. Syndicate we're a part of ageofradio.org and join our Patreon, patreon.com slash stranger than podcast. You can get ad free episodes plus a bonus episode every month. That's right. And with that, we will talk to you next time. And stay strange. <laughs>